Hello, this is Roger Schaus, and this is Jumpstart Rewind. This is part of our family of podcasts from Heaven Bound. This is Jumpstart number 2636, first written July 15th, the year 2020. Daniel 1, verse 3. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, the chief of his officials, to bring in some of the sons of Israel, including some of the royal family and of the nobles. Our verse today begins one of the darkest periods in Judah's history. It looks as if the lights were turned out, the doors were locked, and the presence of God was gone. In many ways, it seemed as if God was abandoning these people. It looks like they were on their own. The unfaithfulness, the indifference, the neglect of Judah's spiritual life had caught up with him. Sin always will. We may feel like we have the world by the tail, but that ugly head will always find a way to bite us and bring us about the darkest of consequences. For a long, long time, God had warned the nation. King after king had taken the nation deeper and deeper into idolatry. Once in a while, a good king would appear. He would remove idols and try to steer the ship back in the right directions. But that king would die, and with him died that legacy and that mark of goodness. Prophet after prophet was ignored. God's patience had run out. God sent for the Babylonians, and they came with thundering might. The walls came down. The temple was robbed and burned. Thousands were carried away into captivity. Many were killed. The beloved Ark of the Covenant was taken. And for 70 years, the nation sat in Babylon. Many would die there. Others would be born who had never known Jerusalem. But now some thoughts for us. First, when it looks like God had turned his back, he really hadn't, uh, hadn't at all. Judah did, and Judah was walking another direction. Throughout this first chapter of Daniel, the finger of God is seen everywhere. It was God who gave Judah into the Babylonian hands in verse 2. It was God who granted Daniel favor before the officials in verse 9. It was God who gave Daniel and his three friends knowledge and intelligence in verse 17. It was God who kept Daniel alive during the invasions and the attacks. Sometimes it's hard to see God. That can be the faith issue on our part. Sometimes we may not be looking in the right direction. Our expectations of what ought to happen may not line up with what God has planned. In the midst of a terrible storm, when the disciples believed that they were about to die, Jesus was there. He is always there. The ease of things in your life may not always be a blessing, and the struggles you face may not be an indication that God is angry with you or upset or that he's punishing you. Secondly, Daniel, for his young age, stands out remarkably as a person of conviction, courage, and deep faith. His mind was made up that he would not eat the king's food. When the contemporary Ezekiel was pulling three examples of righteous people, he used Job and Noah and Daniel. Job and Noah were long ago. They belonged back in the first pages of the Bible. But Daniel was current. He was still alive. He was among them. Daniel was taken to captivity even though he was not an idolater. What the nation was doing to be punished, Daniel was not. Good people, righteous people, innocent people often get caught up with the punishment that falls to others. In Joshua's day, Achan was killed for the gold he stole from Jericho. With the execution of Achan also came the execution of his children. I doubt his daughters fought in the battle. They were caught up in the consequences of his sin. Daniel was righteous, yet Daniel was taken captive. Thirdly, Daniel never gave up on God. His righteousness, his prayers, his faith remained strong. He didn't complain. He didn't blame God. He didn't say, why am I here? I didn't do anything wrong. God had a mission for Daniel, and it was in the palaces of Babylon. Daniel was an example then, and he remains an example for us today. At Daniel's young age, there was not much he could do to turn the direction of Judah. That was in the hands of the kings. But what Daniel could do would be faithful and dedicated to God. 
Is not that the great lesson for each of us? There's not much you and I can do to turn the direction of this country. We don't get to make policy. We're not included in high-level discussions. But what we can do is be faithful and true to God. We can be an example. And finally, Judah had long ignored the warnings of God. The word of the Lord was presented to them on many, many occasions. They ignored it. They went on doing what they wanted to do. Isaiah, 150 years before, warned. And now before us, there are 2,000-year-old warnings about the coming of the Lord. The voice of preachers are ignored. People do what they want to do. And the thundering chariots of the heaven will come rushing in someday. Most who are alive at that time will be shocked, surprised, and not ready. They ought to be ready, but they won't be. Just like Judah was unprepared, so will the world be when Jesus comes. There are so many windows and so many mirrors in the prophetic books to our days today. Be a Daniel. Be different. Be transformed in your heart. Be certain in your faith. Be hopeful in your prayers. Be sure in your walk with Jesus. Thank you so much for listening.